0: Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulullah, my dear brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Tonight, um, subhanAllah, I was thinking about what I'll be speaking to you in regards to the subject and the theme of our uh, uh, khatira. And uh, uh, just a few days ago, uh, I was on an event, and as we were speaking, I heard something very interesting that provoked my mind and thoughts in regard to this particular subject, which is about being bored in this time, as we are all uh, uh, practicing uh, social distancing and and shelter in place, stay where you are and, and all that stuff. SubhanAllah, I couldn't help but just uh, a lot of people right now, they complain they're bored. So everybody's being, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. And subhanAllah, looking at the meaning of being bored in this time, it's very unique. One of the things we're not paying attention to, if you're truly bored in this time, that means your basic needs, most likely your basic needs, alhamdulillah, have been taken care of. Your basic needs have been taken care of for you. Your food, your drink, and a shelter, alhamdulillah, to be in. A lot of things to be, blessed, to be blessed with, alhamdulillah, and be grateful for. Again, if you feel that you're bored today, and in this difficult situation, most likely your basic needs have been taken care of. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about being blessed to be bored in time like this? SubhanAllah, it's unbelievable. It is really something to think about and reflect on and see the blessings that we don't even account for or we don't even pay attention to. Just being bored in this difficult time, when thousands and thousands and millions of people are losing their jobs, you being bored because you don't know what to do, and alhamdulillah your basic needs have been taken care of, that's a great blessing. At least here in America, we know that more than 20 million people already applied for unemployment. 20 million people, you know what does that mean? SubhanAllah, how many, that means almost one out of three people who work in this country is already applying for um, uh, unemployment, uh, which means they might have saving for the next month or two or three, but then what comes next to them is all unknown. And for them, that's something to worry about. They don't even have time to even to enjoy being bored anymore. And that's the thing, a lot of kids even, subhanAllah, in other places in the world, they don't even have time to be bored. Why? Because from a very young age they have to go out and earn for a living. Why? Because the situation is so dire, they don't have time to be bored. Today a lot of people sitting at home, subhanAllah, they used to be out the outdoors all the time. And now that they've been told to restrict their movement outside and they have to stay where they are, subhanAllah, they're feeling bored. Again, we're blessed to be bored because we have, alhamdulillah, our basic needs being met and being taken care of. And that is so sad, Wallahi, that we think about it to this level. And if anything, we should think about regarding this issue is the value of time that we are wasting in our life. Besides the fact that they say, when it comes to being bored, actually, this is where creativity starts. Believe it or not, this is where creativity truly starts. Um, SubhanAllah, my kid, specifically my little one, she's almost 10 years old right now. Every now and then uh, she comes and says, "I'm bored right now." And for me, for me, I tell her, "I said that's good." Then. And she goes, "Like what? What do you mean?" I said, "Because if you're bored, that means it's time for you to start, you know, becoming creative. Go do something creative." And uh, if she wakes up in the morning, if she wakes up early in the morning, Subhanallah, by 10 a.m. probably maybe 12 p.m. by mid midday by noon, she's already done everything you could think of. She's done her online homework. She's already maybe uh, read her books. She did her Quran. She practiced this and that and so on. And then just like, what do I do now? So yeah, and that's where creativity comes in. Alhamdulillah, she has her own you know, cave in the house that she goes to and she enjoys reading and enjoying some time over there. But once again, being bored in time like ours, it's a luxury for many, many people. You know, I, I always uh, when people come to me and say that you know, I'm bored, I say, I wish I can take the time that you have, that excess time that you have, because I truly need that time. So we're blessed to be bored at least in this time, because that means, alhamdulillah, our basic needs are already met. Otherwise, if they're not met, we'll be struggling and worrying and just going right and left through everything in our power to find a way to get out of this, you know, boredom. Why? Because for us that becomes very dangerous. It's a, sort of an, a source of an anxiety for us. And alhamdulillah, Rabbil mean that we have the opportunity to relax and think, you know, uh, about the future, alhamdulillah, with full confidence, for the light Allah. You know, my dear brothers and sisters, I want to share with you a few words about the value of time for us as Muslims. You know, the Prophet sallallahu he said, ذهب ذهب He says, son of Adam, you're nothing but numbers of days. You know, these are just numbers of days. Every day passes, every day goes away, another part of you goes with it. Which is indeed, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had decreed for you to live 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 12 years, whatever that is, every day that passes by, part of you goes with it. And that is interesting because many people, obviously, when they celebrate their, uh, uh, their birthdays, what they don't realize is that they're actually they're celebrating the time that they're coming closer to their expiration date. Everybody is born in this world with expiration date. Everyone is born with expiration date. I keep joking with the people who say, didn't you know that when a doctor holds the baby from their feet up there, they look at the expiration date actually, you know? But no one can find it because at the end of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That knowledge is with Allah azza wa jal. And my duty and your duty is to do what? Just make sure that when that time comes, I'm ready for it, inshallah, with my good deeds, alhamdulillah. Yes, we're human beings, we make mistakes, we forget, we slack here and there. But let's keep doing our best, inshallah, and use our time wisely. Every single day that passes, some some part of you goes away with it. My dear brothers and sisters, when it comes to the value of time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shown us the value of time in the Quran in many different ways. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala we made a Nahar, We read the night and the day as signs for you. Miracles to observe, to see for yourself. Wallahi, it's unbelievable. If you just sit down and just get out of this, you know, the internet life and get out of the 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 the, uh, uh, the technology time right now and go and observe the night. Go outside of your house. Go to the backyard if you have a backyard. Just go and observe and see how the night looks like, subhanAllah. See how the day breaks even. That's a miracle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We have made the, made, made the night and the day for you as miracles to observe and see. فَمَحَوْنَا آيات وجعلنا آيات النهار We made the night to be dark and the day to be clear. Which means for you the day is to see and observe and live your life and the night to go and relax and rest. So that you find the blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this time. Like for the day when it's, everything is clear, you go out and you start seeing, uh, hoping to get Allah subhanahu wa taala blessing in this, in this day. And then he says, And we made these days, the, the day and night, so that you could calculate and count the days and years and calculate your time. Otherwise, if there is no beginning or end for the day, how are you going to calculate the beginning and the day? How are you going to go calculate the numbers of days or years even? And we have made everything clear and detailed for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Quran, wahu alla dija laila when nahara khilfatan nimar arada ayad dakara orada shukura. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he made the day and the night khilfatan, which means they actually they alternate. They alternate dakkar for those who would like to reflect, this is a sign for them to reflect on. See the day and the night, how they alternate. And one after the other one, becomes like a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to observe and see. قَالْ أو أراد Or wanted to be grateful to the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, a reminder for us that means as a day and the night alternate, it's the most important thing to do is to be appreciative and be grateful to the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to sit down there whining because I am bored. It's to be grateful. If you're bored, then sit down and just observe what you have. Be grateful for this. Look at the, the blessings of having family around you when other people don't have anything like that. Look at the blessings of people having, alhamdulillah, a job to go to even if it was online. Look at the blessings of having maybe money that you can count on to go and buy stuff, subhanAllah. Other people don't have that luxury. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us the day and the night for us to be grateful for all the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He bestows upon us. You know, Allah azza wa Jalla had shown us also the value of time by... Swearing by the time or different segments of the time in many many different surahs. He said, What duha I swear to you by Al Duha, the mid the mid-morning time, which is when the time the day is the clearest. and I swear to you by the night when it takes over. And he said subhanahu wa ta'ala Asr innal the Asr, I swear to you by Al Asr, the late afternoon time. Every insan is which means in constant state of loss. Except for those who really have faith, they practice upon this faith and good deeds, وَتَوَاصَوا They enjoin each other to fold on to the truth, and they advise each other to, to remain patient. My dear brothers and sisters, when it comes to the time and the value of time in our deen, subhanAllah, everything in our deen is a reminder about the time, the value of time. Look at the five daily prayers. When you pray, how do you observe the, the five daily prayers anyway? You observe them through what? Through the day, through, through the sun, and the day, the daylight, and the evening, and the and the sh- and the shade and the shadow, that's how you observe that. So basically, you're always watching the time. Is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it time yet? And specifically, which is very ironic, Subhanallah. Most people are completely oblivious to the meaning of time and their lives until suddenly Ramadan comes in. This is when everybody focuses on time. Why? Because they want to know what time Fajr is. Everybody remembers what time Fajr is. And everybody remembers what time Maghrib is. And so when you used to pray Tarawih in the Majid, everybody knows what time Isha was, subhanAllah. Suddenly, we become very clear and conscious of the time. But outside of the month of Ramadan, we forget about it. And here, the five daily prayers is a regular reminder for you about the time for Salah. And subhanAllah, the fact that the Salah, it, the time between Salah expands and shrinks based on, of course, the seasons... That's a constant reminder for us to keep following the time. Is it time yet? Are we close? Are we are we you know falling behind? It's a constant reminder that this is the time for salawat. Even fasting, subhanAllah, fasting the month of Ramadan. That's what it is. You keep reminding yourself, like subhanAllah, wow that saying, Allahu Akbar, Ramadan just, you know, ended last year just like, like yesterday. And suddenly I realize how fast times come by, how fast Ramadan comes by, and it goes by as well. Yes, at the beginning it might feel that it's actually going to take forever, but then suddenly you realize, wow, subhanAllah, Ramadan from last year was just like yesterday. I don't know how quickly time, subhanAllah, they keep going by. And when it comes to the hajj, subhanAllah, I don't know how many of you have been been to hajj, but subhanAllah, if you've been to hajj, it's a, it's a, it's a one-of-a-kind experience, subhanAllah. And every time you go to hajj, that, that, that feeling of the value of hajj renews again and again and again and you always want to go back again and you just wish for the time to come so quickly so you could go back again to hajj and could you to go back again to hajj subhana time is so precious Abdullah bin Mas'ud radi Allah ta'ala he says ma nadimtu ala shay'i nadami ala yawmin gharabat shamsuhu naqsa naqsa fihi ajli wa lam ilam yazdad fihi amali Abdullah bin Mas'ud he says radi Allah I've never I've never felt so um, uh, disappointed or feeling so grieved about anything that as much as I was grieving over a day when the sun sets on that day and my time and my life shrinks which means come closer to an end but my deed did not go up as well like my day, my time on earth goes down and my deed does not increase in any way and that is true I remember from my brother-in-law when I was very young he gave me a, a very precious nasiha and I, I took it to heart. Alhamdulillah. I mean, I try my best to implement that on a regular basis. He uh, uh, he told me always. He said, "Listen, if any day, if any day that you live and you haven't increased in terms of knowledge or in terms of practice, that day was a waste in your life." And Subhanallah, it has become more like a habit for me. Every day, towards the end of the day, I just look back and see how valuable that day was to me. Did I benefit from it? Was it uh, uh, good? Alhamdulillah, did I learn something new? And when I say something new, it doesn't have to be something from from the ulum of the akhirah. It could be something from the ulum of the dunya as well, something that you benefit that benefits you in this dunya. So, my dear brothers and sisters, stop just saying I'm bored. If you're bored, that means you're blessed. You're overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed with blessings. Subhanallah. That that, that the, the blessings upon you they're crowded, but you just don't pay attention to them. It's just because you don't have the urgency of going to earn a living and do this and do that, that you feel so bored right now. So make sure that you value the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ramadan is coming upon us, inshallah, very, very soon. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the ability that we live through Ramadan and we grow through the month of Ramadan. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the ability to fast this month of Ramadan and do tarawih and tahajjud and qiyam in the way that is most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I ask Allah azza to give us the ability to use this month of Ramadan wisely. I ask Allah azza to give us the ability to use this month of Ramadan to come closer and nearer to Allah azza I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this opportunity for us this month of Ramadan to make this as a bridge and a ticket to, to us for, to al-Jannah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the ability to become cognizant and and conscious of the true meaning of the time and the time in Ramadan is special. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who will live to witness the very special time of the month of Ramadan. And this is the last 10 nights of Ramadan, and particularly, uh, to particularly, al-Qadr, uh, they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who will live to witness al-Qadr, Ya al Alameen, and worship in a way that they earn the reward for Khairum min alfi shahri, Ya Rabbil Alameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you all, Ya Rabbil Alameen, Allah keep you safe. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those who are ill to give them shifa and quick recovery, Ya Allah. If anyone has any question, inshallah ta'ala, we still have a couple more nights for these khatiras. And then after that, that's it. Ramadan starts. And we're going to, inshallah ta'ala, switch our programming to the day. And we continue with some of our uh, night, evening special programs for our masjid, inshallah wa ta'ala. So any question, more than happy to answer, inshallah. But just remember, if you're really bored in this time, when you are uh, in shelter in place, you're blessed count your blessings because you'd be shocked and surprised how much how much blessed you are. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us some of those who are conscious of the niam and do enough and good uh, um, gratitude to the ya Any question, Allah. Any questions? Bismillah. So, Brother Asim is asking, how do we deal with anxiety and restlessness, uh, you know, in this time? Uh, SubhanAllah, I've talked about this many, many times. I don't know if you can go back to one of my khataras in the past. And I always emphasize the fact that the reason why people, they're anxious, because this is designed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala designed us in this creation to be anxious creatures. He says, Insan uh, was halua, which means with an anxiety, anxious. And the reason why so that we can, we can, we find a need to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for Allah wa because if everything is certain in our lives, there will be no need for us to worry about Allah, about, you know, anything. So to be anxious means you worry about the needs that you need for, for, you have for this life and this world, and that's when you need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that kind of an anxiety, use it wisely by bringing yourself closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you close that gap between you and Allah azza wa Jal, you'll find peace and tranquility. Those who have faith and their hearts will find peace and tranquility through the remembrance of Allah. Indeed, through the remembrance of Allah, the uh, hearts will find peace and tranquility. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give your heart that peace and tranquility, but make sure to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly, Wallahu a'lam. Now. So, um, someone was asking about the zakah calculation, if you have 10,000, I wish, uh, you know what, why don't you send me this question, inshaAllah, Sister uh, Queen Noor. Uh, send me this as a private message, Inshallah, to do the calculations, zakah for you properly, inshaAllah, Jazakallah khair. Now. Uh, so we still will have the khatras in ramadan inshallah around maybe uh, um 9 9:29 uh short khatra inshallah ta'ala we alternate myself and other speakers especially for those who are watching for us at valiance islamic center inshallah ta'ala but then we will have also uh, some daily khatras during asr time around asr time inshallah What is the best du'a we can do uh, um, uh, during this time? SubhanAllah, I mean, uh, right? This is the time when we need to do a tadarra. The best du'a is the one that comes from the heart, really. That's the best du'a, whatever that is. But it has to come with humility and humbleness and admitting yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the the way to show your humility to Him and your need to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. With that, whatever comes in your heart, get it out. If you're looking for for rizq, then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with such humility and humbleness if you ask Allah Subh'anaHu wa Ta-A'la for mercy if you ask Allah for forgiveness if you ask Allah for uh, for uh, you know reconciliation between your loved ones make it to come out from the heart the words don't really matter just make it come out from the heart inshallah ta'ala. Wallahu any tips for families with young ones on during this night night of Ramadan the best advice I can give you right now, honestly, if you can dedicate an area in your house to be more like a musalla area and have the lighting to be special for it, have the decoration to be special for it, have the masahib ready there, the translation of the Qur'an there, whatever that you could do, and when it comes to the time for for the nights for the taraweeh, make sure everybody is there and practice as if you're in the masjid. So in this case, saw what becomes there, alhamdulillah, and you, you create the spirit of Ramadan in your house. That's the most important thing. Create the spirit of Ramadan in your house, insha'Allah ta'ala, okay? Ah. Okay, uh, more questions, insha'Allah. Um, so if a woman gets her period after Dhuhr Adhan, does she have to make up Dhuhr after uh, her period is done? The answer is no. She doesn't have to make up the Dhuhr after her period is done unless she delayed Dhuhr time until it was very close to the end of Dhuhr time. Like if, she, if Asr, for example, was at 5 o'clock and she didn't pray Dhuhr until it was maybe, let's say, 4.50, for instance. In this case, there's no enough time except for doing Dhuhr, and they, she, she continued delaying it, then she is responsible to make that Dhuhr Salah after she becomes pure, inshallah ta'ala. Now. Um, I have a question basically. He said, I'm a truck, I'm a truck driver and all, always add Salah to get there like Dhuhr and Asr. You basically combine the Salawat well, if you are a traveler and you're always on the road, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. You can combine your salawat. It's always better for you if you take a break, inshallah, to pray, to pray Salah. Uh, if you stay a few days in a town, make sure to pray on salawat on time, inshallah. And while you're on the road, you can combine the salawat, inshallah. Wa now. So, uh, Brother Asif is asking, what is the advice that we give and dua to avoid laziness? And when things open up, easily transitioning back. SubhanAllah, I mean, may Allah make it easy for you. Uh, obviously, the Prophet used to say, Allahumma, ni'a'udhubika min al adzi wal kasal. He used to say, Allahumma, inni inni'a'udhubika min al adzi wal kasal. Like, Ya Allah, I seek refuge with you from al ajz which means inability to do things. Wal kasal and laziness, laziness to do, to, not to do things. So basically, two things. Ajz is inability, like you become disabled to do. May Allah protect you, Rabbil Alameen. And al kasal, you're able. But you just by, by choice, you know, consciously, you're not doing any, done what you're supposed to do. These are two dangerous things. So the Prophet used to say, اللهم نعود بك من العدز والكسل ومن wal والبخل and you know, from being coward and being stingy and miser. Um, and so make sure you always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you that, 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 that strength and power to do things right, inshaAllah. Now. Uh, so, uh, so, Sister Sarash is asking for those of us who have uh, online classes and don't have as much time to dedicate to Ibadah, uh, what can we do? The best you can do is you do, Adhkar. Ibadah doesn't require from you to move out of your place and your space. You can be doing your classes. And as we study, you remember, Subhanallah, you say, Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, alayrah, 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 Allah We're saying, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, uh, So basically, this is something you could do regularly, inshaAllah. Adding to this, if you focus on your studies, if you focus on your studies and make this as part of your ibadah to excel in your classes, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept that from you to make the best ibadah you could do during the month of Ramadan, inshaAllah. Brother Samir asking, can tahajjud salah be prayed right after Witr, or before? Well, if you're going to do tahajjud, then don't, don't pray Witr, because Witr should be the last thing you pray at night. So whether you're praying it early or later, you actually have to wait until the last thing, inshaAllah ta'ala. But if you fear that you're not going to wake up, then in this case, wait. Uh, uh, if you're gonna, not going to wake up, then just pray your tahajjud or your qiyam layl before you go to sleep, inshallah ta'ala. And if you happen to uh, uh, pray your wutr, I mean before also you go to sleep, and if you happen to wake up, you want to add tahajjud afterwards, go ahead, add tahajjud inshallah, add one more rak'ah as a witr, and you should be fine, inshallah. Uh, how can I keep myself interested in learning Arabic? Honestly, that's a question I wish I, I would love for you to ask. Because... Uh, um, Learning, it has to come from the inside. If you have the burning desire, I hope you will have it, inshallah. If you try to read the Quran and try to understand the gems of the Quran, there is nothing like learning it from its own original language, the Arabic language. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you the ability to learn this language, ya rabbil Alamin. Now. Okay. Okay, so uh, I know there are a lot of questions actually you guys have, but, but the time is, is kind of uh, up right now. I hope, inshallah, I can go back to your comments and ask answer this these questions, bin Allah uh, azza wa jal. Jazakum May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, keep you all safe, Ya Rabbil Alameen, in this difficult time. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the ability to recognize the blessings and be grateful for this blessing, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put barakah in our time, in our lives, in a way that is most pleasing to Him, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Jazakum Allah khairan. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.